Bonjour. Hello. It's me, Hedwig. <laughs> Welcome to Basic Wishes. What? I was asking how the croissants is. Actually, I would love a croissant right okay. now. Okay, well, now we know what we're having for food. Yep, yeah, we're going to order from the croissant <laughs> store. <laughs> we're going to eat carbon. Where the fuck are we going to get croissants? <laughs> That's how we got those rolls. Yes. <laughs> Should we just do that and pretend? <laughs> This is Basic Snitches. Hi, friends. I am not Hedwig. I am Adam. I am also not Hedwig. I am Tara. And this is Basic Snitches, and today we are not talking about Hedwig. We're talking about creatures. Yes, but if you also want to talk about Hedwig, I'm in, because she wins. Absolutely. Are you talking to me, or are you talking to the listeners? Yes, and yes. Because I don't think we're going to be talking about Hedwig today, unfortunately. I don't think so. But I'm glad we mentioned her because she she, she, she deserves it. So the name of the actual chapter is Creature's Tale. Creature's Tale. Chapter 10 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> JK! Definitely follows. Who? Guys, we have a new Patreon member. It's been forever, but welcome to Brenton, who did join at our Quen level, which is amazing. As you know, this is the portion of the episode where we acknowledge all of our patrons, and those folks, including Brenton, are Ashley, Brian, Brenton, Brittany, Jen, Mary Beth, Megan, Nisi, Nicole, and Olivia. Thank you, as always, for your support. And if you also want to join this list, you can do so at patreon.com slash basic snitches. Our lowest tier is $5 per month, and our Quen tier is a $10 a month. So let's keep this trend going of new patrons. Do you want to know who the winner and loser are? Because I think it's a pretty easy one. The loser is the bitch at the cafe, because that was a rough day. <laughs> that was a really leave. <laughs> And the winner, I don't know. It could be a... <laughs> well, the loser is actually not the, the lady at the cafe. It's the two Death Eaters. Okay, yeah, And the yeah. winner is obviously Hermione. Fucking incredible. That's right, because she... she uh, quick thinking. That, okay, yeah, that totally she, makes I mean, She yeah. was ready to go. She was just perfect. Go, Hermione. Go, Hermione. We love you. I wrote a thing. You wrote a thing. I'm going to read it. Cool. Ready? What's Chapter it called? Chapter 10, Creature's Tale. No. The name of the email you sent me says Creature's Thing. Yes. But then the email says... <laughs> creature's Thing. The me- email itself says Chapter 10, Creature's Tale. Well, I renamed it at the last minute. I see that. The Creature's Thing. Harry wakes up earlier than Ron and Hermione, thus an atmosphere very similar to being the first awake at a sleepover when you were a kid, just in much less desirable circumstances. Similarly, Harry doesn't have a phone to play with, so he goes exploring and makes his way up to Sirius's bedroom where he is hit by a wave of nostalgia. But nostalgia isn't the right word because it's all prior to when Harry was of age. He sees pictures and mementos from Sirius's childhood and young adulthood, including a letter from Lily and a photo of baby Harry, the first artifact he has from his old life. Eventually, he's joined by Hermione, and upon leaving the room, they see the inscription on the door to Sirius's brother's room, Regulus Arcturus Black. Hmm, where have we seen those initials before? Remember that Sirius at first was a Death Eater? Nah. That's what it says here, but- You know what to do. (laughs) Regulus at first was a Death Eater. (laughs) Plot twist. And then changed his tune. So naturally, the locket must be somewhere in the house. They start with Regulus's old room, somewhat similar to Sirius's, but much more Slytherin-y, when the trio remembers that two years ago, when they were cleaning Grimmauld Place, there was a locket that was thrown away, but perhaps creatures saved this heirloom? 
They head to the kitchen where Creature is summoned, and we learn one of the most interesting side plots of a character thus far. Starting with how Cocaine Baby left Creature for dead, using him to place the original lock in a Horcrux since an elf was able to apparate out of a cave, the highest level of law being their master's orders. Regulus called him back, had Creature tell him what happened, and then later when Reggie had changed his tune, asked Creature to take him back so that they could retrieve and destroy the Horcrux. However, Reggie was not so lucky for not having super cool elf powers and was killed in the Lake of Inferi, not by Death Eaters. Well, that's a plot twist. Another plot twist, we actually begin to feel some emotion and empathy toward Creature. Creature tells the trio that he could not abide by Reggie's orders because he could not destroy the Horcrux, and that fucking dumb had stolen the Horcrux, among other things. Harry gives Creature a gift of the fake locket, previously owned by his former master, and six Creature on Dung. It was a long one, but you can't cut out some of these, these details. They are just too good. Yeah. This is one of those chapters that Tara's like, we learned that in the Creature's Tale, we learned that in Creature's Tale, blah, 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 blah. And now we're here, and even things like the plot twist, Regulus was not killed by Death Eaters. Right. It's so funny because I feel like at one point previously, someone had said Regulus was killed by Death Eaters, and Sirius said something along the lines of, I'm sure he wasn't important enough to be killed by Death Eaters. And so the irony of not only was he not killed by Death Eaters, the amount that Regulus, this kid, knew. He knew enough to get pretty far. It's really kind of impossible to state how important what he did was and like what having this information from Creature means to these kids. I was like, wow, even this time around, I'm just like, this is astounding. I forgot that Creature did this twice, that he went to mm, Black, yeah. you know, Black Lake twice and that he had the margarita. Yeah, just all of the stuff. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's start at the beginning of the chapter. Like I said, you're at a sleepover. You're at someone else's house. You wake up first, and you just kind of lay there. Now, in this case, obviously, you're in an empty house, so you right. can go exploring a little bit. And Harry's like, I don't want to look at Ron and Hermione being cute and cozy. I gotta get away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, of course, what he's thinking about, he's still thinking, and he even says something about, like, this time yesterday, uh, he was, like, getting ready, getting ready to... Getting ready for the wedding. wedding. Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane? Exactly. He wrestles with some stuff about Dumbledore. I honestly did not anticipate this as much, even though it totally makes sense, is the whole background of Dumbledore's story in this book. Because he says something along the lines of, like, was he just honed as a tool? Did Dumbledore even trust him? Because he didn't tell him these things. And it's like, well, he definitely honed you as a tool. <laughs> we know that for yeah. sure. But I don't think he didn't trust you. If he's telling the Order to trust Harry, like, that's pretty big. Also, yeah, Dumbledore didn't really tell you these things, Harry, because some of this is very personal stuff with, like, Ariana and his mother right. and all of that. 100% on that. But part of me is like, Dumbledore was needlessly secretive about things. He didn't need to tell Harry about his family, but he also could have done a better job at building a real relationship oh, yeah, between yeah, the two yeah, of them. Yeah. Harry thinking that that's like a really important connection between the two of them. I think that's naivete and all of that, but he's not wrong that Dumbledore really could have been a little more personal with him. Right. But he's not obligated to tell mm. Harry about his family, you know. But I understand where Harry is like, oh my god, we have all of us that could have connected us. Harry was always grasping for more from Dumbledore. 
not only does he not get the details about the shit that Dumbledore should have told him, but they could have really, really bonded over Austin. It could have been more Harry's of a mentorship brain. thing. Right. Because if we look at the moments where Dumbledore and Harry are together, I don't think it ever becomes person Like, we could almost plot it, and maybe we will in an upcoming episode. Like, I think of Mirror of Erised in the first book. There's always this moment at the end of each book. But when you look at, like, the meat of the series in books four and five, he's, like, being completely ignored. It almost feels like at the beginning of the series, Dumbledore is set up to be a mentor, and then he falls off at some point. I think Dumbledore gets caught up in his plan moving the right direction. Yeah, probably. I really think that that's what happens. I mean, and none of this is surprising at all, but Harry is obviously blaming himself a little bit, I think, and he is very self-focused when it comes to this, but it's nothing that he could have, like, influenced, I don't think. I think perhaps Dumbledore, in some ways, was also trying to keep a healthy boundary. Oh, But yeah. at the same time, a healthy boundary for Dumbledore, perhaps, but not for Harry, a student who really needs your support and stuff. So... Obviously, we're going to continue to see some of it. It's interesting in this moment, I think, when he's really thinking about some of the stuff about his personal life. We spend a lot of time in Harry's head in this book as well. Obviously, whoa, in the later chapters. But it's some of the best stuff in the series, in my opinion. We get caught up in like the fifth book and Harry being angsty. And then people get caught up in the sixth book and Harry making stupid choices. And then you, like, spend time in his head at the end of the sixth book and in this book, and you're like, be the emotional maturity of this person and everything that they have endured is kind of astounding. See, I want to be more on the look for that kind of stuff because I still think we get a lot of this him in his head, him blaming himself for things that aren't his fault or aren't even oh, his Oh, you thing. still get a lot of that, too. But, I mean, like, him working through that, am I, you know, like, Dumbledore's pawn? That's harsh. That's shitty, but it's also, like... It's, okay, like, it's working through something and, like, maybe, like, grappling with the reality of things, stuff like that. That, I can definitely see that. It's an interesting way to kind of remind us of the last couple chapters, because then once he finds Sirius's room... Mm -hmm. Like I said, nostalgia isn't the right word, because it's nothing from his point of view. Like, does he remember being in that room from when he was a baby? Obviously not. No. It's like vintage almost. It's so interesting to come in this room and kind of step back into time. Then he sees this letter. It's like, oh my gosh, it's an artifact that, yes, Lily Potter actually existed. Which is so incredible, I think, to see. It also feels like a break in this book. Obviously, we're going to get into a lot of action and there's a lot of buildup. We have this nice little thing where Harry gets to just see something else. He gets to see something else, and he also gets to, like, reflect. Maybe a good thing to relate this to. I had therapy before our recording session today, and we were talking about my dad and everything that is going on with him. It's been almost a year and a half of this diagnosis, 
and how I've had to kind of move through it and realize what the reality is and whatnot. There was one time that I actually told my therapist about where I was, I think, at my sister's and I was looking through a photo album and there were pictures of my dad young and us young. I was like, whoa, this is weird to kind of look back on the past and see what happens in the future. And that's kind of like what's happening here, actually. He's looking back into the past and then realizes that, oh my God, here I am so much later. Sirius and Lily are dead. Look at where everybody is. When back then, everything was so, like, pure. And right. So it's pretty interesting to see this letter and see that picture. I'm sure that that's kind of incredible. Like, oh my god, here's a picture of me as a baby. I've never seen this. Look at me, I look so this. cute. And then, of course, he finds Bathilda Badshot's book, too. Yes. And then eventually, Hermione joins him. Like, where the fuck were you? Where the fuck were you? Oh, I found this really cool letter. And I think Hermione's like, oh my god, like, how cool is this? Uh, Because eventually Ron comes in, too, and is like, where the fuck were you? Once Ron comes in, they're kind of on the way out, and that's when they see Plaque to Regulus' bedroom. She'll be down in the kitchen, Hermione suggested. He agreed begrudgingly and followed her out into the landing past the second door that led off of it. There were deep scratch marks in the paintwork, a small sign that he had not noticed in the dark. He paused at the top of the stairs to read it. It was a pompous little sign, neatly lettered by hand, the sort of thing that Percy Weasley might have stuck on his bedroom door. Do not enter without the express permission of Regulus Arcturus Black. And then he was like, come see this. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when they get Ron upstairs. Ron is not there for the first part. We had said when we first saw uh, the RAB, like, who do we think that is? And we're like, well, it's probably this. It's kind of nice that there isn't, like, a huge gap. It doesn't feel like a huge gap, at least, between seeing that locket. Like, at least they didn't leave this until the end of the book. And you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know, this is just, like, me maybe remembering it correctly, but I feel like a lot of people were mad about the whole R.A.B. thing because they were like, well, the only person in the series who's been mentioned could be Regulus Black. We don't know his middle name, but whatever. So then I feel like a lot of people felt let down that that's what the answer was, but I was like, why does it have to be... A huge mystery. Why does it have to be a huge mystery to us? We're reading the story. Like, we're reading it from a different perspective. Sure, we're in Harry's kind of perspective a lot of the time, but not the whole time. I'm okay with that. It's nice to see I guess, a yeah. person who potentially was, like, thrown away as, like, this shitty person, actually, being really pivotal to the plot. I agree. If you read that and you instantly think, oh, it's R.A.B., oh, wasn't he a Death Eater, though? I think that there's, like, a question mark there. Yeah, and that's enough for me. I think so, too, but also, yes, within the confines of what we've seen so far, maybe it is Regulus Black. Great. Let's think a little bit outside of the box. Like, if we are in between book six and seven, and we're waiting for seven to come out, and you're like, all right, here's all of our loose ends. Bathilda Bagshot, I'll call her by her actual name today, because her last name begins with B. (laughs) She's been brought up a lot. What if Bathilda Bagshot is connected with the Dumbledores? Maybe somehow Bathilda Bagshot's brother, Roger Bagshot... I'm sure there's other people who could have been in there, you know, like... Well, and they talk about it at the end of of book six, and Hermione's pulling out people we've never fucking heard of. They're nobodies to us, and they're nobodies to the story at all. What about Rupert Brookstanton? Rupert Axbagner Brookstanton, R.A.B. Right, that was one of the people she brought up. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, and Hermione. As we all know. Yeah, yeah. you know. 
even if you knew it all along, at least here, it's figured out by them. Right. I think it's a really nice step forward for them because they don't have anywhere to go yet. For example, the other thing that we find out here as they, they work through it by themselves is remembering the locket. Like, it's another callback. Going into this final book, there are some things that you do not know. And, like, what we learn about Creature, for example, and what we end up learning about Regulus, too, end up being some of those things that you don't know. Like, you don't want to come into the book knowing everything, but if you have some of the clues, like, yeah. it is what it is. It's nice when it's just stuff that, like, fits together and you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yes, I'm, you know. Yeah. It's like filling in blanks, I guess. I don't know. Why is it that... Hermione is the only person that remembers to use a level morning. Oh, did the other yeah, two so, just like... So, Ron comes upstairs or whatever. Hermione's pointing at the door. And Ron does the, oh my gosh, R.E.B., blah, blah, blah. And Harry's like, well, let's find out if that's who it is. He pushed the door. It was locked. Hermione pointed her wand at the handle and said, a level more why does no one else just fucking use a little I guess. Maybe huh. they didn't know it was locked until right? they did that. But I love it. I just, I'm always like, it's always Hermione. Well, yeah, it's Hermione's spell, you know? Like, well, she uses it the first time. I mean, if it's a spell, then it's Hermione's anyway, because she's the smart one. Right. Unless it's Expelliarmus, which we see her use in the next chapter. Hermione uses Expelliarmus. Oh, that is right, that is she's right. Like, she's like, I'm going to channel Harry. More on that, shortly. <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right, she does use it. So how is it that they remember the locket? I think the chain of how this goes is that, you know, they're going down the stairs, and they see the R.I.B. Obviously, R.I.B. was found in the fake locket. Yeah. So that's kind of where they are, and then they're like, They oh. start searching for the they locket. They start searching for yes. the locket, and then they're like, oh, wait, there was a locket, you couldn't fucking open it, and we threw it out, oh, no, oh, wait, Creature probably stole it back because Creature stole everything. We and then go they find go find creature. creature. Creature's like, it's not here. And they're like, oh no. Because oh, motherfucker wait. stole it. Fucking Mundungus. Yes. So it's kind of like this, like, Oh, oh effect, no, yay, effect. oh no, yay. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of interesting because think about, like, when you lose something in your house, for example. This happens a lot, where I'll be like, where the fuck did I put this thing? It happens a lot with my pen, for example. There was one time where I must have taken it down to the basement and put it on the, like, the pulled-out bed down there, mm-hmm. and I never would have thought that, so I lost it, and then two days later I found it, I was like, what the fuck? In this instance, it's kind of interesting because it's not something they lost. It's just like, wait a minute. We were in this location. We saw the locket here. And then they kind of make that tie. You know what I mean? Because of the connection with Regulus, I feel like it kind of like bulldozes into that. You're like, like, oh my gosh, Regulus. Oh my God, it's got to be here. Oh wait, oh my God, it could be here because we saw it downstairs. And like, you know how that just kind of like builds? Yeah. It's kind of refreshing, too, because coming into this book, you're like, oh my god, where are they even going to start? And the fact that, like, the only clue they had about any of the Horcruxes kind of, like, hits them in the face, it is kind of refreshing. Like you said, they run down to the kitchen. I think that he has to summon Creature. Yeah. uh, Because he goes into this little hovel and there's nothing there. And this is where we learn about Creature's tail! Now, there has to be some coaxing, of course, of, like, don't say mud blood or blood traitor. Oh, yeah. I like that Creature kind of, like, considers lying, but he can't, because Harry's his master. So I like that, too, because, like, there's this whole order thing. Well, there's no reason for Creature to trust Harry. Harry, like Sirius, obviously a much better master to Creature than Sirius, but he doesn't want Harry to be his master. Yes, 
But I like that he kind of earns his trust, sort of. Oh, yeah. I love the little bit of time we spent with Creature here. Yeah. I love what Harry and Creature become. Because Harry's instinctual niceness to house elves, his disdain toward Creature is absolutely understandable. Then Harry trying to remember what Dumbledore was like. Because Dumbledore and Hermione were both like, yeah, Sirius was shitty to Creature. And Harry's instinctive, like defend Sirius and then he stops and like exactly that's not productive like we don't see exactly how he gets to that but like he clearly makes the determination it's not productive for me to think about that so yeah Hermione actually says something about that along the lines of yeah think about how Sirius treated him and blah blah yeah because the question comes up when he's walking through and you kind of touched on it but basically Reggie was like getting in with the Death Eaters and Voldy was like we need a house elf mm. and Reggie obviously did not know what the house I mean, elf was needed he was for. clearly like what a great opportunity uh, for me exactly exactly you know yeah. oh my god I can give the Dark Lord something that he requires mm-hmm and so Voldy's like, I'm going to take this house elf and make him drink the margarita, plop the horcrux in the basin, more margarita out of my wand. What's that spell? I want to know that. The margarita spell? Yeah. I don't know. Margarita Maxima. <laughs> now that. Tequila Sunrise Maxima. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tequila sunrise. It is not. <laughs> it's fucking margarita, but... Someone tell us what See, that spell is. Because now I'm like, I'm Margarita Throat. You're Margarita something else. What did I call you? I don't remember. But Margarita Maxima is like a real drag name. Okay? <laughs> like, that's real. I was going to say, or that's Sarah. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, great. <laughs> Probably already assigned her several different drag names, too. <laughs> but I also like the like the mechanics of this. Because Voldy's like, okay, bye. Apparently also, there's, uh, and maybe this is a loophole, that Gristle didn't think about. I know, that's a good one for her, isn't it? Right. When Dumble and Harry went across that lake in the cave, both of them fit on the boat. It seemed like in this instance they were like, only one person will fit on the boat or something like that. I don't know. It was worded kind of... So, what it is is the boat is designed to carry one adult wizard. Mm Mm-hmm. The reason why Dumble and Harry could go together is because Harry was Harry's not an adult. He's a child. And so is Creature. And Creature child. is not. Well, and this is classic Voldemort. Not at all recognizing that, you know, Creature can do things. It's the law of the house elf that, like, the highest order, he actually says yeah. it, like, really well. The highest law that they follow is, is the master's, master's order. So Harry's, like, not understanding how he survived, but Creature literally is required to return mm-hmm. to Regulus, which is what saves Creature's life, is Regulus giving him that order. Yeah. Regulus goes out on his little Evita balcony on the outside of his house and is like, Creature! Creature! Come! <laughs> Come here, Creature! Creature's <laughs> like, cool, I was drowning, yeah. so... Meanwhile, Creature's like, okay, awesome, perfect timing, Dad. <laughs> I mean, it's totally true. It's kind of cool to see that. And then he's like, so what did Voldy have you do? And Creature's like, that motherfucker almost killed me. And he's like, oh, really? Take me back. This is maybe not a good thing after all. And so Reggie is like, oh, shit, I'm in too deep. Let's go there. He drinks all the margarita, replaces it. Gives Creature the thing and gets out of there. But then when he's getting dragged in fear, he's like, oh, fuck, I am not a house elf. Right. I wonder why he doesn't have Creature get both of them out of there. I don't know. Maybe 
he got dragged down by the Inferi. And right before Creature could get to yeah. get them out. And, like, think about what that's got to be like for Creature. Creature has been through it. Yes. So then, Creature comes back. He's unable to destroy the Horcrux. At this point, he's lonely. It's just Sirius. Sirius is being an asshole to Well, him. no. At this point, he comes back and Mrs. Black is still alive. Sirius is not around. Oh, well, I guess so. I kind of And then he's like, it. yeah, he's trying to get rid of it. Somewhere in there, Mrs. Black dies and it's just Creature. Mm-hmm. Until Sirius comes mm-hmm. along. Yes. And Sirius is being a dick because... Sirius is a dick to Creature. Because Harry at some point even asks him, why are you so nice when you fucked over Sirius, basically? It's not exactly that, but, <laughs> yeah. like, Harry does ask him the question of, like, okay, you're playing two sides here. And that's when Hermione kind of steps in and is like, okay, put yourself in his shoes, Harry. Obviously, Narcissa, <laughs> Bella, and Sissy. Miss Bella and Miss Sissy. Which I do kind of like. I think that's kind of cute probably really treated him well and so he was just telling them yeah. that they're not his master but it's like well that was like some that was the same thing that Dumbledore said to Harry in the fifth book when Harry's like well he lied to me he you know he betrayed Sirius well there are other black family members that also gave him orders mm-hmm. and Sirius had no reason to have earned his trust and his loyalty and they might not be his master now but there's his friend. And also, like, Creature lied to Harry, who was not his master. Right. At that point, that is also true. So it's kind of nice to see it in context here. Yes. Because then when Harry kind of realizes that, and he's like, okay. And Creature says that Dung came in and stole all of his treasures. And so Harry gives Creature a Prezi. A Prezi for Creature. A Prezi for Creature. He's so upset, and this is... Creature's always so upset? He's just so upset, yeah. It, well, he, it's he's like... He's trying to, like, hurt himself, and Harry won't... Mm-hmm. Like, Harry does not abide by this hell self... Self-harm. Self-harm yeah. shit. I love that Hermione's like, don't let him up, and Harry's like, um, no, he's going to hurt himself, like... Yeah, it, it's kind of cool, because all three of the trio are kind of like, okay, this guy isn't the best, or hasn't been the best to us, but let's kind of treat him with some empathy here, almost... And Hermione also kind of talks this, him through This it. is pre-hearing the details of Creature's Tale. And then he hears, and all, then he hears tale, all of that. And then he hears all that. And like, yeah, have a locket. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Which is honestly the best thing, because it's like a peace offering. So, like, yeah. Creature kind of pours out his soul here. I mean, he doesn't really have a choice. But Harry listens to him and is like, okay, here, you can have this as a peace offering. Go find that motherfucker and bring him to me. And Creature's like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, and now we're on the same side. Right? And they're like, Creature's like, oh, yeah. It's like he almost negotiated with him. And it's so nice because in the next chapter, Creature's there and he's like, well, obviously, we'll talk more about it in the next episode because it's amazing when it happens. But Creature's kind of like <laughs> smacking Mindungus oh or something. God. And it's so funny to me. Right? Good for him, getting some of his own back, yeah. poor creature. It makes me think back to, I think, in the last book, where they summon Creature at the Dursleys, and he's like, I won't, I won't. I know. I'm like, look how far they've come. Right. Now they're And, like, Harry gave him an out in the sixth book, because he was like, I don't want to be with Creature. Creature doesn't want... And then Dumbledore's like, yeah, you can't just, like, leave him be, because he'll disclose all of the secrets. And so, sending him to Hogwarts, whatever, like, that was kind of his way to keep an eye on him. But Harry is still his master, yeah. so here's where you get to see that they can move on from that. But he's still a creature because he still calls Hermione in my blood mm-hmm. again, and Harry's like, could you fucking not? I love exactly how you said it, 
Because it almost feels like a leaf is turning to me. Like, I can almost see, and maybe it doesn't happen in the book, but canon, I'm going to say it, Creature, like, eventually kind of almost rehabilitates. Somewhere in the future they find out this, like, permanent charm spell. They clean up these rooms so that, you know, there aren't... Because it even said in, like, Sirius's stuff. And then they get that racist bitch off the wall and, like, Creature moves forward. I like that idea. You know Creature does show up at the end of this book. Oh, he does? To... He comes to the Battle of Hogwarts. He does? And he's on the good side? Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah, creature. Just a, little, just a little mention. Okay, it makes interesting. Me happy every time I read it, I'm like, I have to say, I love this chapter. This chapter... I do too. And the one when they were prepping, the ghoul one, the ghoul in pajamas or whatever. Uh-huh. I love these ones where we are really filling things in. People are like, this book is just everyone camping. I was like, do you understand how yeah. cool these chapters are? And even when they're just camping, like, they're not just camping. There's shit that goes down. They're also dancing. They're all <laughs> I love that Hermione is still just like, this is so gross that the elves have to listen. Because, yeah. you know, he calls her a mudblood. Harry's like, I told you not to. Creature goes to punish himself for disobeying Harry's orders. And Harry's like, ah, uh-uh, no. And Hermione's like, this is sick. Yeah. That he has to listen to you. Obviously, Harry was right to give Creature that order, but, like, he doesn't want his house elf to hurt himself. It's like this play we get from Creature in this chapter and the next one. This is all we really get of him. It's a nice contrast to what happens with Dobby later because Dobby is free. Yeah. I wish that this series contained more liberation of the house elves. And yeah. It is obviously canon another, that exists in the future. Another because, thing. Because we have a future minister of magic among exactly. this trio. I love it. I think it's so cool. I have one more thing to say about the chapter. I thought about this later as I was going through, but this is also where, speaking of canon... We kind of open up the door to another thing we have discussed, and that is that Crookshanks belonged to the Potters. <laughs> totally. Because they mentioned the cat. They mentioned the cat. And Harry even is like, oh my god, they had a cat. Like, it brings more color to their life. And so then the whole thing, and I don't think we ever get additional evidence after this point that Crookshanks could have belonged to the Potters, but... That's also in this chapter, so... I love that. The only thing I was going to say is, so at the end of the chapter is when Harry gives him the locket, and he has an emotional meltdown over it. I love it. I love it! Good for him! And then, like, Ron's like, overkill. Ron, handle it, okay? You you don't have to be sentimental. (laughs) Shut up. Let people have their moments. Yeah. Am I playing a game today? Playing a game? (laughs) Since the last few times, I've been like, are you ready for a game? And you're like, yeah. I brought the game. (laughs) I have a game. Okay. It's 20 questions. 20 questions. How many things? 10. Whoa. We don't have to do them all. Okay. But I think that you'll get them all, so. Okay. And under what category am I looking These at? These are characters mentioned in this chapter. Whoa. Okay. All right. Well, let's dig in. Now, mentioned, so. Mentioned. Okay, is this person a Gryffindor? Yes. Is this, this person one of Harry's parents? No. Is this person actually, like, in the chapter? Like, actually, like, has a speaking part? No. Fuck. Okay. Is this person one of the Marauders? No. Is this person alive? No. They're a Gryffindor, they're yep. not a Marauder, and they're not alive. Mm-hmm. Is this person now with Dumbledore? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It's the only one I can think of that, that fit all of those. Next. Is this person a member of the House of Black? No. Is this person good? Like a good person in the scope of the series? Yes. I think we've determined yes. And then they're not a member of the House of Black? No. Is this person a student in the series? No. Is this person a human? Yes. Okay. So they're a good human. Is this person a member of the Order? No. Is this person a professor? No. Is this person a ministry worker? No. Is this person a shopkeeper? No. Is this person homeless? Because <laughs> I don't know what else. No. Is this person magical? No. Dudley? Yes. Okay. I was like, wait, is Dudley mentioned in this <laughs> He is okay. mentioned in this okay. chapter. So I got Dudley, I got Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is this person a student? No. Is this person magical? Yes. Is this person a professor? Yes. Is this person female presenting? No. The male professor. Is this person Lupin? No. Is this person Moody? No. Does this person teach defense against dark arts? Yes. Is this person Lockshire? No. Is this person Quirrell? No. Is this person Snape? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, you're gonna get there. Yeah. Okay, next. Is this person a student? No. Is this person a professor? Yes. Whoa, why'd you say it like that? Because I don't really, I'm assuming that they were a professor at some point. I'm assuming that they were previous to the series. Oh. Ask other questions. <laughs> Is this person a member of the House of Black? Yes. Is this person Phineas Nigel? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was okay. like, he was headmaster. I'm assuming he was also a professor. At that some would be point. weird, but based on <laughs> what we know about Phineas Nigel Black, I wouldn't doubt it if he was just a kid. <laughs> He's just like, ah, oh, well, I'm a black. So, so wait, uh, that was four people, that right? That was four. Okay, You're six. A star. Oh my gosh. Okay. Is this person a student? <laughs> no. Is this person a female presenting? Yes. Is this person a member of the House of Black? No. So female, not student, not a part of the House of Black. Is this person a writer? No. Damn it. I was thinking it was bad shot. Is this person someone who works at the ministry? No. Is this person a professor? No. Is this person a shopkeeper? No. Is this person magical? No. Is this person Lily? Or not, or Petunia. <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry Lily. <laughs> I was like, Lily is magical. Okay. Yeah, okay, the next one. Is this person magical? Yes. Is Vernon in your list? Vernon is on my list. He is not mentioned in this chapter. Okay, good. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, we got magical people now, I think. Is this person a student? No. Is this person a professor? No. Is this person a shopkeeper? No. Is this person a ministry worker? No. Is this person alive? No. <laughs> is this person a person in the House of Black? No. What the fuck? <laughs> they're magical? Yes. They're alive? Yeah, no. They're they're, okay, they're, they're magical, they're dead. They're not part of the Bass Black. At this point in this book, I don't know if they're officially dead yet. Is this Bethel's a bad yes. job? Okay. 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 <laughs> I was like, this one is, yeah. How many do I have left? Four. I'm losing track. No, you're, okay. you're doing so fucking good. Is this person a stupid? No. Is this person a professor? No. Is this person a part of the House of Black? No. Is this person a mystery worker? No. Is this person a shopkeeper? No. Is this person a dead person? No. Is this person 
Yeah. Is this person in theory? No. <laughs> okay, so they're alive. They're an alive person. I think that is what I have determined. They're an alive person. They're magical. Yes. This is a person part of the Order of Phoenix. No. It's a Swedish skeeter. No. Okay, I'm just like. <laughs> you keep going for that one. Eventually, you'll probably be right. Okay. <laughs> probably the hardest one here. So, what have I determined that they're alive? They're alive. They're, they're alive. not a ministry worker. They're. Not a student. They are magical. And they are a professor. They are not a professor. What the fuck? Are they part of the House of Black? No, you've already asked that one too. God fucker. <laughs> a magical lady. Magical lady. Magical lady. Magical lady. Who is a magical lady? We met this person in this book, but they are not in this chapter. Ooh, let me ask. Meet this person in this book. <laughs> but they're not in this chapter. <laughs> Mentioned in this chapter. Yeah, that you we met this person in this book. We met this person in this book. <gasps> Muriel. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, it's Muriel. Okay. How many do you have left? Three. Okay. Is this person reading a skier? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's literally next one on the list. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. Next one. This person magical. Yes. Is this person lady. No. Is this person man. Yes. Is this person dead? No. Fuck. Is this person <laughs> part of the House of Black? No. Are they, this person bad? No. They, wait, are they dead? No. I can't even remember. I'm asking questions too fast that I don't remember anything. Is this person a professor? No. Is this person a student? No. Is this person part of the Order of the Phoenix? Yes. Is this person Arthur? No. Is this person al is alive? Yes. And a man? Yes. And part of the Order of the Phoenix? Yes. Kingsley? No. Is this Daedalus Diggle? No. I think he's mentioned in one of these. Is this person Elfie's Doge? Yes. <sighs> okay, one more. The last one? You could do this one. Is this person a female presenting? Yes. Is this person part of the House of Black? Yes. Is this person Narcissa? No. Is this person Bellatrix? No. Is this person racist bitch on the wall? Yes. <laughs> and what's her name? Mrs. Black. <laughs> Walburga? Oh, no, that's that's Neville's grandma. What? Who's Walburga? What? Walburga? Yeah, Walburga is someone. Alexa, who is Walburga in the Harry Potter series? From wikiwand.com, he is Harry Potter's godfather. That is not what I asked! <laughs> Walburga is someone. Walburga? <laughs> Augusta is Neville's long line. I've had enough of it with people's names. Adam here, I looked it up, and Walburga Black is indeed the racist bitch on the wall. In fact, this very thorough passage on Google says, Walburga Black was a pure-blood dark witch, the daughter of Pollux Black and Irma Crab. I like that, because it's like, Irma Crab! The sister of Alfard and Cygnus, the wife and second cousin of Orion, and the mother of Sirius Three and Regulus Two. Okay, you buried the lead. Back to the regular scheduled episode. Yay! Okay. You did so good, though. That's why I was like, I'm giving you so many. Oh, like, I got through it, luckily. You did it. Okay, movie time. Woo. Well, it starts pretty good. I do, okay, both of us were like, it's too clean. Yeah, why is Summer 12 Grimald Place so clean? Right. There's a scene of the living room, and I'm like, this is pretty well maintained. It doesn't look dusty or anything. Yeah. Like, Snape broke in, and he was like, I'm going to tidy up Yeah, let's literally Snape, <laughs> Snape tidied up. And then yes. it's like, oh, uh, fuck, I forgot to ransack this place. Or maybe it was Mundungus. 
Then <laughs> Douglas came and stole everything and then dusted. Right. Because, yeah, the bedroom, it looks like it's ransacked, but it doesn't look like there's, like, years and years of yeah. dust. You had actually mentioned that Creature, even. Yeah, Creature looks really clean. He looks like the cleanest scrotum you've ever seen. <laughs> the very beginning of the chapter, it was like, Harry wakes up and he sees it, like, Ron and Hermione are looking kind of cozy and adorable, and he's like, yeah, fuck this. Um, they showed that really nice in the movie. With, like, I think so, too. Ron, Ron on the cushions on the floor so Hermione can be up on the couch. Yeah, and they're uh, kind of, like, hang- holding hands, but not right, really. Right, but not really. I was like, Thanks. I also like that there are two couches, because yes. we don't actually establish what Harry sleeps yeah. on. <laughs> yep. He also sleeps on the couch. He floats in the air when he sleeps. He <laughs> forgot to tell us that in the series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're grazing fingertips. He gets up. It's cute, yeah. He's like... All right, All right, well, I'm going to go for a little, little look-see upstairs. There is no letter, which I feel is a disservice, but there is Bethilda Vadshot's book. Yes, and it looks cool. Yep. It's the um, first time in the whole fucking series we've seen this book yeah. that we've been talking about since the first Seriously. goddamn book her, in the series. Her picture is on the front. She vaguely looks like that when you see her later. <laughs> vaguely. And both of them are there. And then they quickly are like, oh, look. Regulus Arcturus. Yeah, Black. you commented on how Hermione is the one that was like, oh, look, oh. it's, it's R.A.D. Um, Instead of Harry. In which I was like, well, at least it's not another instance of Hermione stealing all of Ron's good lines. Yep. The yep. movies are like, we're we are committed to making Ron look like a huge doofus. Any good lines he has, Hermione. And it moves pretty quick. Uh-huh. I don't think that they refer to the locket being seen there. But potentially that they just, like, connect it. Like, oh, if he had the locket, then maybe Creature has the locket. Yeah. Well, they have this weird thing where, like, they're in the kitchen. It's like they hear something in the closet. And they, they made oh, Creature's entrance yes. into this thing where, like, it was scary. Like, someone's trying to break in. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like that. And that, that Creature is eavesdropping weird. on them. Yeah, they're like, well, oh, you're listening to us. And mm-hmm. Harry is a dick through the entire interaction with Creature there. Yeah, it's... It's, get... like, aggressive the whole time. Because, obviously, at first in the book, he's like, what the fuck? And then he, was, he like, calms yeah. down and whatever. But... It gives Hermione in the fourth movie. That's what it feels like. It's yeah. like, for some reason, Harry is angrier than he should be. I feel like Harry is allowed to be angry in general, but, like, this is, it, like, lasts too long. Well, and I wonder if because without all the other context, maybe it's because he was like, Creature's listening to us, Creature is the one who sold out Sirius. And we don't (laughs) get any of his actual tale. No, and that's really, like, first of all, it's, like, labeled in the movie when you're picking scenes. It's labeled as Creature's tale. And I was like, that's false advertising. (laughs) <laughs> yep, exactly. I thought the same exact thing. But he does kind of talk about, like, how... And it's very soft, too. Well, I did have it, but Mundungus yeah. stole it. And then go find him. And then that's pretty much it. Yeah. The whole thing of learning Creature's backstory, despite it being falsely advertised, but the whole thing about Creature's backstory, then leading into us having some empathy for Creature, is what's important about this. Yeah, and we don't get it. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. Things in the movie that I thought were cute, like Ron and Hermione's little piano playing excursion. I was like, oh, yes. Because actually, I mean, this is a little bit more of the next chapter, but we do get some transition scenes that kind of happen here. Yeah, so that'll be the next chapter. That'll be the next chapter. But. We also get the scene, technically it's just misplaced and it's around the same thing, because it's around the piano playing. Oh yes, where Hermione is like... Uh, flesh memories. Flesh memories, which is 
still will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they have flash memories. I thought something would happen when you took it from Scrimgower, and then... They still don't put two and two together. And then, you know, we just move on. Yeah. Like, I was like, what was the fucking point of that? In fact, I think that's when they hear a creature returning. But yes. But, again, next chapter. Next chapter. So, yeah. Eh, uh, Some of the things that they include in here are cool. The littlest tiny details. But But (laughs) the best things... We don't get the letter, we don't get anything about Creature's Tale. Which, those are the biggest things. Those are huge. Those are huge to the plot. But whatever, I'm not a screenwriter. They left out all the good stuff and they left out all the cobwebs. Points are really, really simple. I actually give 20 points to Harry, Hermione, Ron, and Creature. Okay. I don't necessarily know if, like, all of them deserve the 20 points, but the fact that this is, like, some key clue piecing together, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Creature deserves those points. Now, I will say, in the next chapter, Creature also gets points. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. And we're not quite up to the level of him getting redemption yet, but... The fact that he comes back at the Battle of Hogwarts makes me think that he might have a Dudley Dursley turnaround. Aww. So we're not there yet. He's still maybe not quite the most trustworthy creature (laughs) uh, that we've seen in the the series. But I think that eventually we're going to get there. Because I do think, like, we had some little canon moments there. I do think that we get there. Oh, yeah. Negative 15 to Mundungus. I mean, we knew that he probably had stolen it anyways. Um, (laughs) I mean, we knew what happened. But, uh, and then negative 20 to Voldemort for almost trying to kill Creature. Underestimating the powers of other people again and other creatures. Yeah, he was always like, oh, all my fuck ups. But also, he's always like, oh, I'm making all of these mistakes. And it's like, yeah, I think maybe you're making more mistakes than you. You even gave yourself credit for a bitch. What a fucking idiot. He's like the dumb bad guy. He really is. Yeah. And, and we didn't really even talk about it too much, but it's almost like the vanity of wizard kind toward the mechanics of house elves that gets him in this. You know? Sure do. So. Sucks to suck, Boldy. Sucks to suck. Next yeah. time. We will be discussing the next chapter, chapter, which is chapter 11, 11, which is called The Bribe. The Bribe. Is there a bribe that happens? Weird. It's a loose bribe. It's we'll a talk loose about bribe. it. We shall. Loose bribe is what I like to call <laughs> something. Oh, Nothing that. on me, but yeah. okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>